Talking About You with Estra, Season 8, Episode 73. Yes, I'm here Monday through Friday, Pacific Standard Time at 12 p.m. Now, if I'm not here on time, every once in a while this happens. I'm a little behind right now, but I'm getting caught up. But there are hundreds of podcasts for you to listen to, to make your day, and to keep you informed, helping you to be the best advocate for yourself that you can be. I appreciate your time and always look forward to sharing ideas, information, and comments because it does make us all better people. So today's topic is, why are you poor? Now look around you. There are many people just like you, of no fault of their own. We need a more just system, okay? Everyone should receive fair pay for fair work. And also fair settlements or benefits if you're injured in a car collision. In my opinion, ERISA that you get from employers is part of the problem. ERISA should not be getting, uh, being able to skip out on money that they owe people just because Social Security is there. It should be Social Security being paid to the people as it should be. And also ERISA if you're disabled. It shouldn't be like we'll just pay a, a portion and, and they'll pay the next. That's not how it should work. And I hope for his insurance civil rights legislation that we'll see something in the future that says that. Right now, I don't see that many politicians that are running for 2020s talking about that. But that's an important issue. I don't know if they don't realize how many people are hurt or injured or suffered because they're talking about fair wages, but they're not talking about ERISA and employers, which is really important because they're not paying their fair share either. And we need to bring that up and do something about it. But before I get into that too much, I want to go ahead and talk about minutes with a purpose. And today, we're still doing the same one, okay? It's about being made whole. Being made whole means getting you back to where you were before you were in a collision, okay? That means that now you're able to maybe go back and live the lifestyle you had before, Sometimes life is not so, doesn't grant you that. You have to make adjustments to where you are and you have to figure out ways to either do things in a different way or just kind of shift and find something that now fits you a little bit better than what you did before. So that's kind of how that happens. But with minute, with a purpose, okay, it's still about making you whole. So what you need to do is to think about what are three things that will make you whole after a collision. What, what will that take? Will that be physically healing? Will that be financially healing? Will that be emotional healing? Will it be a spiritual healing? There's so many different things that can happen during a collision. And then actually things you have to address that you would never even anticipate after that. So there's a lot of things that kind of go on in your life. And all of a sudden, it's like you're just thrown in this pot and you've got to figure out how to swim, right? Swim out the pot. Maybe it's a pool instead of a pot. I don't know. But whatever it is, you have to figure out your way to move on in life. You can't give up and you can't stop. And you can't always depend on auto insurance companies to do the right things either. But there's a lot of other people involved in your life. And uh, unfortunately, some of them don't help out a lot. And fortunately, for a lot of people, they do. Okay, So it can definitely be a mixed bag of things happening while you're going through that. But the key is the more you know, the more you can advocate for yourself, and hopefully the better the outcome will be for you. And that's what's really important. Now, 
Unfortunately, I just think Washington state legislatures, every time I see this, WAC is basically, it describes what our, the RCWs, which is our, contains what we've been looking at as far as the traffic laws. It has a lot of other issues in this, uh, the traf- or in this book uh, or laws. But the ones that we're just talking about are for the traffic. And actually, in, today we're talking more about the insured civil rights part of it, which I was very pleased to see that they had added. Because to me, it's really important to be able to protect yourself and to know what's going on. And if you can have the right knowledge about what's happening in your situation, you will certainly fare better. Okay, what I want to do, first of all, is actually, I'm looking at, it's just amazing how these, you know, it's amazing how many hackers can try to hack you all the time constantly block things so that they don't come out the way that you need but you just have to keep going on whatever comes in your comes your way just move through it so I've been having some problems this morning with them blocking and hacking things so if there's a skip or a miss know that it's them and I'll go back and I'll try to go ahead and fix it if I can and if I uh, not I'll make sure I include it in the next one but the WAC talks about specific unfair claim settlement practices defined. So that way you'll know exactly what's going on. In fact, let me just record this because I think it's important to see. A lot of times I go to record something and then they stop. But I'm going to have this prepared so that you can actually see what's going on here. And I'm just going to post it. All right, now that it's moving forward because I've got it ready to post. Yet yeah, next time they do it, I'm going to go ahead and, um, let's see, record it. Yeah, there we go. I have a microphone there. And so let's see what happens. The next time they interrupt the show here, I will go ahead and, and try to record it. Uh, but usually since they're, you know, hacking everything else, they're able to know exactly what's coming and then change it. All right, so back to where I was. Specific unfair claim settlement practices defined. In the last, in episode 72, I actually told you the first five. Now, I'm not going to get into them, but I am going to go, and each time I go, I'm going to add the next five to it. So I want to go back and start. So I'm just going to read it to you, and then when I get to six, I'll start talking about it a little bit more. And also, you can go out to any search engine, enter in WAC 2843030, and it will come up. Okay, the following are hereby defined as unfair methods of competition and unfair or deceptive acts or practices of the insurer in the business of insurance, specifically applicable to settlement of claims. It says, number one, misrepresenting permanent, pertinent facts or insurance policy provisions. Number two, Failing to acknowledge and act reasonably promptly upon communication with respect to claims arising under insurance policies. Number three, failing to adopt and implement reasonable standards for the prompt investigation of claims arising under insurance policies. Number four, refusing to pay claims, excuse me, refusing to pay claims without conducting a reasonable investigation. And number five, failing to affirm or deny coverage of claims within a reasonable time after fully completed proof of loss documentation has been submitted. Okay, now this is what we're starting on number six, which is new. It says, not attempting in good faith 
to effectuate prompt, fair, and equitable settlements of claims in which liability has become reasonably clear. In particular, this includes an obligation to prompt, promptly pay property damage claims to innocent third parties in clear liability situations. If two or more insurers share liability, they should arrange to make appropriate payments, leaving to themselves the burden of apportioning uh, liability. Now, this is really interesting because the, I've just encountered something like this when you have two insurance companies. So if you have two insurance companies that's involved, they typically will figure out however they want to do it. And so, and that's just important for you to know in case you have more than one policy. And that seems for me to, seems like it, they tend to balance, balance each other out. I assume that they probably both have so many different claims coming at each other and involved with each other so often that it's not probably something that's difficult for them to do. Number seven, compelling a first party claimant to initiate or submit to litigation, arbitration, or appraisal to recover amounts due under an insurance policy by offering substantially less than the amounts ultimately recovered in such actions or proceedings. Now, to me, this happens to a lot of poor people. Uh, they think you don't know what your claim is worth, or they think that they can bogart you, and you'll just go ahead and take whatever they want because you're broke, and they've waited so long that you've lost half of what you owe. Okay, but now you know you don't have to just tolerate that. You know that there's something in the law that says, hey, you can't just do that. You can't just, because I'm poor, say you are only going to give me $2 for my car. <laughs> you know, it's, and that I'm going to have to take it because you know you'll have to pay the rest of your car with the, your own money that you don't actually have. Right? And that's why you had insurance in the first place. too. So if something came up, you'd be able to do that. Okay, so make sure that you know that you do have some rights. Number eight. Attempting to settle a claim for less than the amount to which a reasonable person would have believed he or she was entitled by reference to written or printed advertising material accompanying or made part of an application. Okay, so the main thing is that's why it's so important for you to be your best advocate. If you know what your rights are, you know what the expectations are for an insurance company, then you don't have to settle for anything. Especially you, if you're poor, because you don't have a lot to work with. You need a fair settlement. Why do you need a fair settlement? Because if you don't get one, you have no other, no other places to go. You have nothing. And just think how you were straining and stressing to pay those monthly premiums or yearly premiums for insurance. That was hard. And now you need it and they're not going to give it to you. That's a problem. But you don't have to tolerate that because there are some insured civil rights legislation, at least here in Washington State. If you're in a different state, go out and check for me. And if you find them, let me know because that's important for us all to know about what's going on in all states. And that's why I believe personally that insured civil rights legislation should be the same in all 50 states. When you start to make it so that it's easier in one state, harder than the other states, then auto insurance companies are definitely going to lean to the ones where they get the most perks, right? Which means you get the worst perks, right? So we just want something that's fair, fair for everyone, all around. Number nine, making a claim payment to a first-party claimant or beneficiary not accompanied by a statement setting forth the coverage under which the payment is made. That means you need to really get stuff in writing, right? You need to say, this is what happened. They should be sending that to you. This is what happened. 
this is what we're estimating it to be and this is how it goes. Now, if you have an attorney, a lot of times they'll get it and they might show it to you. They don't necessarily give it to you at some time. So you got to kind of be careful. To me, that whole attorney thing is a whole nother story. I don't even want to get into that. But if you have an attorney, make sure that you are seeing the paperwork that they're getting. And the last one for today is number 10. It says, asserting to a first-party claimant a policy of appealing arbitration awards in favor of insured or first-party claimants for the purpose of compelling them to accept settlements or compromises less than the amount awarded in arbitration. Okay, so that's that tells you there's a lot of things that can be done. Just the psychological warfare, from my opinion, as far as when you're going through a claim, is what you need to be aware of. Because otherwise, you'll end up in positions you don't know. Your attorneys may not even be working with you. They might be working with the insurance companies. I have seen that. So you want to be your best advocate. And always remember, you have the right to say no. Right? You have a right. And you have a right to to stand up and say this is something that's unfair. Okay? So it seems like you you have to take what they're always giving. And poor people, we as typically we think we have to just t- uh, take what is given to us, but that's not so. That's probably one of the biggest things we need to change is knowing that you have rights the same as everyone else. Even though maybe you've been mistreated and you don't feel good, and perhaps they've taken everything you've ever had. Somebody may have. But that doesn't mean you have to stay that way. It just means you have to choose to be empowered and be your best advocate, whether it's a car collision or just everyday life. That's why it matters. All right, so I'm going to go on, lastly but not least, in finishing up about why you are poor. Why poor? Why are you poor? Is it because the auto insurance company chose not to make you whole? If they're following the whack that we just did, 284-33-330, then they are on the right path, right? But if they're doing harassment and surveillance and trying to keep your settlement, you know that you, you just know they ain't treating you right. But you also know you don't have to stand for it now, okay? If they're doing what they promised in your contract, then that's good. If they're trying to help you to overcome and be through with this and get out of that process, that's a great thing. No one wants to be caught in a car accident uh, insurance claim forever. I mean, some of the time they just drag them on. Some of them drag it on for three years because they can. Oh, let's just take it out for three years. We don't want to pay today. Right? Is that reasonable? Not necessarily. And now you know it, and now you know where to find it. Okay, It really is important how your insurance companies, your auto insurance company, or any insurance company is treating you. And it's just not them. It's anyone. You don't have to tolerate a lot of things. That doesn't mean you have to get, you know, uh, angry and boisterous and, you know, start doing drama. You don't have to do that. You just say, no, I'm not doing things that way. You can do that. You have a choice. But guess what? When we all work together to defend the things in the way they should be done, that's even greater power. So make sure you go out to estruscorrecthelp.com and subscribe. I need you to work with me. I am so excited to see that the uh, 
WAC 284 30, 33, 330. <laughs> I don't know. I guess that's too many threes for me. 284-30. 330, okay? Um, that is out there now. That is something you can look to. In fact, if I were you, I'd go and print it out and attach it to your insurance policy. If you live in Washington State, okay? If you don't live in Washington State, we need to find it for your state. That's really important because you need to know what your rights are. Then you feel proud and standing up. You don't, you're not concerned, you know? of uh, something someone's going to do to you that's wrong. Because you can say, hold up, that's not how that works. I know how that works. So, in fact, why don't you go out to either Twitter's Estrus Radio Show or Facebook's Estrus Radio Show and rate how, you, on a scale to one to six, you know, one being great, six being bad, of how your auto insurance company is doing. Are they doing great? Have you had a great time with them? That would be great. I hope so. Life is hard enough. You don't need any more drama, especially with a collision. So go out. If you feel comfortable saying who your insurance company is, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine, too. I just want to get a feel for how you think things are going with your auto insurance companies. Makes a difference. Well, I hope you've enjoyed the show today. I'm enjoying it. It's amazing how time just continues to fly by. Uh, let me know what you're thinking about what we're talking about, why you're poor. That's the topic that we're talking about. We've also talked about uh, the WAC that tells us what our rights are. And also, um, what was the other thing we talked about? Oh, why you're poor. So make sure that you actually, oh, the ERISA employer, we're really going to have to go back and hit that too because that portion of uh, of actually the civil right, or insured civil rights legislation is very important. They've been getting away with not paying people for far too long. So if you're out there and you're running to be president, this is a topic you should not miss. It's employer ERISA. Go out there and watch and see how much they've been paying, and you'll see how many people have not been getting even their fair share. So I'll be back tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great day. Hang in there no matter what's going on in your life. It will get better. Keep learning and keep advocating. I'll talk to you later.